A martini shaken. No! Shocking. Hello and welcome to Shaken Not Nerd, the official podcast that couldn't decide if it wanted to watch a bad horror movie, a bad horror movie, or a really good Netflix series that sort of counts as horror because there's blood and guts and all lots of stuff like that. I'm your host, Judy, who's still half asleep, and joining me on this week's episode is a man who was wearing a hoodie. Fuzzy. Yes, that's right. I'm, I'm wearing my, my Palpatine full kit um, so that I look like the uh, the Dark Emperor himself. It's uh, it's the traditional look uh, when you live up in the hills on a Sunday morning. You just put your hoodie on and start going, no, no, the light, no. It's fucking cold, no. <laughs> and we have unlimited power, except for when we have power cuts. So, you know, it happens. <laughs> unlimited power we have to pay for, so don't put the heater on. <laughs> Get in your robe and walk around. Da, da, da. Get in your robe and walk around. Put on your hood. Put on your hood. Ah. <laughs> and we also have a man who's considered, who has many names. The spicy Tim, even though his name's not Tim. Glandular fever, even though he doesn't have glands. But all we know is he's known as the top. <laughs> Someone stole my glands? <laughs> my glands, my precious antique glands. <laughs> ah, look what you've done with them. Hello and happy to be here. And yes, my, um, my amount of nicknames continues to grow by the day. It's quite impressive. I think it... There was Spicy Tim. There was there was other, there was there was others. <laughs> I love it. There's so many nicknames. Years. This is the only one that I can think of right now. <laughs> spicy Tim, <laughs> Commons. If you if you add the work ones that my boss gives me, there's Snappy Tom. Ah, uh, oh, we called you Snappy Tom. Yeah, anytime Tom got hungry and hangry. <laughs> no, well, snappy Tom. Ian used to call me Scabby. Oh, Scabby, there you go. Um, <laughs> many many a nickname. Yes, yes, there's been many names thrown around at people's things. How are you, Dust uh, I'm doing wood. Uh, <laughs> doing good. wood. I'm doing well. <laughs> <laughs> Enough about your personal it's, life, uh, let's talk about the podcast. <laughs> I can still get it up, and that's the important thing. <laughs> <laughs> so important. You're, 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 you're doing well this morning. I'm, I'm fucking This is the important thing. <laughs> Yes, yes. There's lots of uh, lots of news to talk about this week. Of course, the DC fandom has just happened, is happening right now. Um, for starters, we have let's 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 go through. Actually, no, fuck it. Let's start with the shittest <laughs> thing first, and then move into the DC fandom. We got a movie trailer for a fifth entry in the Scream franchise, simply called Scream, because Halloween 2018 had to ruin everything. Um, and as soon as this trailer dropped, of course, we put it on the Shaken Not Nerd listening community, which if you would like to join, you're more than welcome to, as long as you're not a fan of the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> um, but if you aren't, then you can join on in. Uh, anyways, um, we talked about the, uh, the trailer popped up, and the first thing, like even 10 seconds after the trailer was put into the, uh, into the listening community, uh, friend of the show, Batcoms, 2Ts, 2Ms, just went, there's a landline in this movie. What the fuck? <laughs> Yeah, it's um, that's the most unrealistic part of this Scream Five movie <laughs> is the land existence of a landline in twenty twenty one. 
It's it, it tries to start the trailer with the you know the trope of you know girl home alone, uh, killer's boyfriend's coming over, or the boyfriend's coming over and the killer's got him, and the landline rings. It's what's your favorite scary movie? Now it'll be what's your favorite TikTok video? <laughs> um, and from there, it's landline rings, and then she's getting messages from her friend Amber, and it's this isn't Amber, and then. It immediately goes to, I'm unlocking the smart locks in your house. I'm locking the smart locks in your house. And it's like, what house has both smart locks? Probably smart lights. And then a landline. The, the, the two do not exist no. concurrently. Like, you either have one or the other. You do not have both. Because you're either in your grandma's house or in a future house. And, you know, future houses don't have landlines. From, from what history has taught us, if you're at your grandma's house, the technology is so old, the remote for the television has taped button this tape all over the remote with just on off change channel volume up volume down <laughs> in those like those big huge like sticky la- labels on them yeah absolutely yeah yeah <laughs> everything else has tape on it just saying don't touch and as, as we were briefly discussing this before the podcast and as i'm going to say no no fuck that i do not understand the logic between having locks attached to uh, technology like that not a chance in hell especially considering what happened with the ring doorbells a couple of years ago where people were hacking them and extorting people through their fucking doorbells <laughs> uh, what the, the ring doorbells like a couple of years ago people learned how to hack into them and then they were just constantly ringing them saying give me 50 bucks and they'll stop well, ringing just it. messing with them and stuff and like talking to them when they fucking walked into their house and shit because uh, you can talk through them um Oh, I'd have fun with that. We go to the pub, know the wife's home alone, hack into the. Into the it reminds me of those. Know, um, was it, there were some uh, sex toys? I think they were butt plugs um, that were uh, that you could hack into and talk. Right. To. <laughs> no, they were they were all connected to like. It smells awful in here. Get me out. <laughs> they were connected to, like to your phone via Bluetooth oh, yeah. or whatever it was, and basically the idea was that you could um, you could lock them in place. Um, so they stayed in. It was like a some weird sex game thing with your partner, and they a bunch of people like hacked into them and basically extorted money out of people. We're not going to let let this thing out of your butt until you pay us money. So that would be a bit more scary. <laughs> I think there's way too many things connected a, to your phone. That's a fucking creative kill trap from Saw <laughs> f- to get the butt plug out of yeah, your what butt. What the fuck did you it have to do to lock itself in place? I don't know exactly how that works, but... <laughs> yeah, it expanded. <laughs> but yes, so, yeah, if they'd put something like that in the, in the screen trailer, it would have be been much more interesting. Well, <laughs> just, I, just like the on her phone popped up, but, like, locked. <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was washing my car last week, last weekend, and I'm like, Tom's all right, I'm going to Bluetooth my, my... I'm going to Bluetooth my phone. <laughs> To my headset so then I could just listen to music. And then as I bought up my Bluetooth, I found a Bluetooth Perry that said pool house and I went, Holy shit, behind us there's a house that has a pool and they have speakers outside that they listen to music while they swim. I'm like, I could put my music into their house and just start blaring shit. Uh, I'm, I'm going to become a menace. <laughs> what do you mean, become a menace? <laughs> they got to start listening to Groovers in the Heart at 3 a.m. in the morning. <laughs> I love, I love how your 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 mind goes to blaring music. I'm just like, you could play sex sounds. Poor. <laughs> <laughs> you could lock their butt plugs. There's something happening in the pool house. 
<laughs> Look up chimpanzees having sex and blast it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, yes, so we got the Scream trailer. Uh, a person's going to die because that's how the start of these movies start. And it brings back uh, a Melton Courtney Cox, uh, Sydney oh, Prescott. Good and- lord, does Cor- uh, I'm, I'm not sure what happened to Courtney Cox's Botox, but woof. She got. <laughs> Say that five that's times. That's a rhyming book right there. Uh, look, <laughs> Courtney Cox's Botox. I, I, I really, I very rarely speak ill of somebody's appearance specifically like that. But I mean, she's done this to herself. She looks like that fucking lady that tried to turn herself into a cat. Um, and yeah, uh, look it up. It's just basically plastic surgery. Too much of it over time, and you just your whole face looks terrible. She's done something to herself that's just out of this world crazy she doesn't even look like herself anymore so if mm. you didn't know Courtney a lot, Cox of, a lot of movie. people are doing that from like the 90s like Lara Flynn Boyle yeah. so too much too much plastic too surgery. much Courtney Cox Botox <laughs> uh, we also got Detective Dewey was it Dewey it was Huey Dewey or uh, Louie uh, I can't remember it was Doofy <laughs> uh, huh Dookie no, no, I was saying do- yeah, Doofy got- who was the scary movie version <laughs> I told you to not disturb me when I'm cleaning my view. <laughs> um, <laughs> we also got, yeah, the returning characters, of course, from the Scream movie. They're doing another Scream movie. They're calling it just Scream because Halloween 2018 came out and it was called simply Halloween. Call it something like um, The Scream or Screaming or something else. Like, you can't name a movie. Or just Scream 5 and have this the S for Scream a 5. Because every time you look it up on the internet, you're like, oh, the movie's called Scream, Scream. And it comes up with, like, the fucking 1999 version. Like, just fucking do it. Just Or the ne- or the uh, MTV TV series called Scream. Come up with an original, the original name and let us be happy with that. Like, we don't... We get that it's the Scream franchise. You don't need to fucking tell us it's the same fucking thing. <sighs> yeah, but the, the only thing all these Scream movies are missing, and sadly because the character died, was we need more Matthew Lillard. Yes. <laughs> I mean, every, every film could do with a little bit more Matthew Lillard, but... Uh... Matthew Lillard's rad. He's, he's, he's a pretty cool dude. Um, speaking of Scream, pe- speaking of pretty cool dudes, we got some uh, some trailers, of course, from the DC fandom. We got uh, some behind-the-scenes looks at both Shazam and Aquaman. Um, so it's just some sort of concepts out there going through, saying, you know, first day of filming since four years after we filmed the last movie, uh, so on and so forth. For Shazam, we get sort of the introduction for the villains, which is uh, two gods played by Lucy Liu and Fast and the Furious, Jason Statham's mum, whose name escapes me. Helen Mirren. Yeah, thank you. Um, it looks like they're going to be the villains for the film. We're going to be pseudo-globe-trotting and world-trotting around the world. Um, so... Um, yeah, it looks kind of cool. looks like we're having the Shazam family come back. They've got updated costumes as well. Some slight changes to it, not overly updated. And, um, yeah, that's that's basically that. With Aquaman, it's the same sort of thing. It's showing us sort of some settings, some locations, some outfits, some stuff like that. No actual real trailer stuff. Um, so that was kind of cool. Um, does anyone have anything they want to say about either Aquaman or Shazam? I don't care for either of them. <laughs> Uh, I'm not excited for either of those films in any way, shape, or form. Shazam two, absolutely not. Like, I mean, I, it's, I mean, eh, I didn't really like the first one. I know Duty loved the first one. Yeah, <laughs> I, I've I've hurt Duty more than anyone could ever know with those words. It's about these two. <laughs> that's fine. That's fine. 
Uh, as of next week, duty will no longer be passed. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, yeah, so it, I, I think it looks kind of fucking cool. I'm interested to see what they're doing, where they're going, all that sort of shit like Aquaman that. Aquaman 2 looks suitably um, ridiculous, and I think that's the part of... Um, I, I didn't enjoy the first film the first time I watched it. I've enjoyed it again going back to watch it because it's just silly and over the top. And I think if they, they bring some of that campy, over-the-top action to it, it'll be fun again. And they've got, you know, Black Manta back, apparently, because his head did not explode, despite the fact that it clearly did. Um, they've got um, Ocean Master back again because, you know, they clearly needed a bad guy, good guy. Like, I think Duty said, Loki-type situation going on here. Mm. Um, I think there's there's a lot of there was some good casting some interesting characters I think if they do it well it could be fun and um, James Wan directing it Wan yes Wan back in directing it uh, directing the sequel because he did do the first one as well yeah Um, how do we feel about James Wan he's fine I think he's a fine director I liked his um, of course like Aquaman 1 and I like sort of how he encompassed a bit of his horror tropes from like its previous films into Aquaman with the, the trench yep. sort of all the, the cinematography some of that, that stuff so was on. really cool when yeah, they're like I, swimming I down so. through it and all the rest that, that was kind of cool that stuff but yeah mm. if they can bring in a little bit more of that that darker element to it that could be quite cool right yes the real question is will we, will we be travelling to the centre of the earth with Nicole Kidman again <laughs> and her leathery leathery skin um, hopefully not <laughs> Uh, on from that as well. Speaking of Shazam, we have the first uh, real look at Black Adam coming out next oh, hold year. Hold on, two seconds, uh, we get Nicole we- Kidman is back as Atlanta or at Atlanta, awesome. Atlanta. Oh, who the fuck cares? Yeah. And Tim Wera Morrison's back. Hopefully, he has that ridiculous fucking toupee on again. <laughs> I mean, hopefully, he's in his Boba Fett. <laughs> <laughs> Um, we got, uh, again, sort of like a behind-the-scenes look at Black Adam, as well as The Rock talking about, again, quote-unquote, how the hierarchy of the D- the hierarchy of power in the DC universe is about to change. And then we got basically the, uh, uh, the first sort of scene or an opening scene in Black Adam in regards to how Black Adam comes into the modern world. And it's basically like the mummy, Indiana Jones, someone going into a, into a tomb... They're translating something. I'm fairly sure one of them says yep. Shazam. Yeah, they do. And then lightning comes down and it frees Black Adam. And it looks fucking cool because he grabs a dude and just immediately incinerates him. And it looks fucking The hierarchy fucking cool. of power is about to change. Does this universe even exist anymore? Really? Well, that's, Fair bones, that's the does it? thing. And, and we'll, we'll, we'll get to that in a second. <laughs> um, but it looks like we've got, of course... Uh, it, it was very interesting because you know we'll get to the Batman trailer and all that sort of stuff like that. But um, ah, we'll get to, we'll get to it in a second. Um, in this Black Adam movie, not only are we getting the Rock as Black Adam, we are getting Adam Smasher, we are getting Cyclone, we are getting Hawkman, and we are getting fucking Pierce Brosnan as Doctor Fate, which I'm overly fucking excited for. Uh, anyone who doesn't know what Doctor Fate is, he's basically Doctor Strange but better <laughs> and cooler because it's Pierce Brosnan. Um, and they they have a little the intro for the video as well as Pierce Brosnan's been like I was James Bond for ten years and I've never seen a movie like this before and I was just like oh oh I'm ready oh I'm ready um, I mean that could also yeah, be so a very course. very bad thing so <laughs> uh, we were me, me and me and Mrs Zudi were doing a James Bond trivia like song theme like we we fuck around with music in the car 
And we go like, oh, what Bond movie is this song from? And it's like, of course, if it's GoldenEye, it's GoldenEye. And then Tomorrow Never Dies starts. And it went, Fuzzy says this song is better than GoldenEye. And Mon, the look on Mon's face, I feel like she's going to slap you when she sees you next. Because she did not like Cheryl Crow. She's going to give you a Tina Turner level slap. <laughs> See, I, I've uh, watched, re-watching the James Bond movies, I've discovered that I really like songs that stick out as... Like, they could exist as songs outside of the James Bondiverse. Like, they... And, and Cheryl Crows is one. Absolutely it is. You could absolutely have that song as a song that you'd listen to on the radio outside of fucking Golden Day. Like, that is a very specific yeah, you'd be movie. Ba- bashing song. Shirley Bassey. Uh, she's, I, I fucking hate Shirley Bassey. That's, I, I'll say it. I'm happy to say it. Come at me, Shirley Basseyites. Whatever your fucking name is. I, I said the same thing because we were going through all the Bond songs and, and went, oh, this one's the William Eyelash song. And Mon goes, this doesn't sound like a Bond song. This just sounds like one of her songs. I'm like, yeah, it does. The, the Billy Eyelash song, um, the uh, fucking, what was it, the Sam, uh, Sam, Sam Smith. Smith song. Sam Smith sounded a bit like a Bond it, song. It had, it had the orchestral theme. Uh, it just, it's too, yeah, I don't know. Adele's song was fantastic for Skyfall. I really enjoyed that. And I agree. Live and Let Die is the best Bond song ever. Again, know. a song that could live outside of the James Bond universe and be quite happy on its own, which it did. <laughs> I'd, say, I'd say Thunderball. Thunderball's pretty fucking dope. Thunderball, Tom Jones. Yeah, okay. Oh, yeah. And he fainted after he did the, uh, the crescendo at the yeah, end. Yeah, fair enough. It sounds like someone's punched him in the gut. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I will say I really enjoy the, the, the theme song for Quantum of Solace I really enjoy that one with uh, with Jack White and Alicia uh, Keys yeah, I really enjoy that song I, um, I think it's one of the oh, better the Chris, ones the Chris Cornell one's pretty good the Casino Royale one again a song that could exist outside of this I think that a lot of them like extend way too long but that's yeah it could be a punchier shorter song but they need to fit all the fucking credits in at the start uh <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, fuck Shirley Bassey. It's <laughs> all I'm gonna say. Jesus. Uh, I think the, the the trailer that probably got me the most excited. We'll talk about next is the Flash. Um, so we're getting a Flash point movie that's directed by Andy Muschietti, who did the It movies, which Fuzzy refuses to watch. Um, good and movies. From that, They're really good movies. The It movies. I watched the first one. I was just not excited for the second one. I was like, eh. Get the first it. one's better than the second. Well, then I've seen yeah, the best one, and why bother watching the second one? Thank you very much, Tom. You've saved my afternoon. <laughs> it's like, why would you... It's like, because you'd watch The Hobbits after you watched Lord of the Rings. You want to keep... You want to stay in this fantastic but world. I enjoyed no The Hobbits. No matter what happens. I didn't enjoy the first fucking It movie. It was okay at best. Motherfucker. <laughs> Anyways, um, so the, the, the story premise for The Flash is that he's in a different universe uh, where his mother is alive, because that's The Flash's sort of origin, that his mum isn't alive. Um, but what is it with DC uh, and killing we parents? We don't know much. Like, they fucking love killing a parent. <laughs> uh, I think everyone in the Justice League has a dead parent. Superman's parents. Oh, his, his birth parents, and pending the continuity, the Kents are alive. Of course, Batman's parents. Wonder Woman's mum, I think, is mainly alive. Yeah. Hal Jordan's dad is dead. Flash's mum, dead. 
The DC universe. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, the worlds of DC, um, duty. Let's get that right, okay? The worlds yeah, of right, DC. Yeah. yeah, please. I also, I also didn't realise that I was just thinking then because I knew that there was like the tendency for alliteration in names in the uh, Marvel universe. I didn't realise that DC until just then has five letter first names for everyone. Mm. Bruce, Barry, Clark, Clark. Diana. Yeah. <laughs> How? Keep it short. <laughs> Unlike our movies, keep How? it short. <laughs> the names will be short John. and the movies will be three hours. That is the deal. <laughs> uh, yeah, so anyways, with this, uh, we, we got a little tiny sneak teasery sort of thing with uh, with The Flash. I don't... Uh, th- did anyone watch the whole Flash thing or did we just watch the, the little snippety preview thing? I, I, yeah, I, I watched the... Yeah, I, there, there's like a little you know, minute thing at the start with... Um, the actor who plays the Flash, yeah. whose name escapes me, um, and he's just talking about how they've just finished filming. That's it. Um, how they've just finished filming and they don't have much and stuff like that. And he's got a very hairy chest. <laughs> I've never noticed that. <laughs> That's your take if you look at if this. He's got a hairy chest. All right. It, he's, he's got a hairy chest and he's wearing a leather choke collar like a gimmick. Like, I'm like, what? Who says he's okay. not? Who's kink shaming here, right? We don't, we don't care. You can be a gimp. That's fine. No kink shames, please. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, when you're talking to kids to get them excited for your flash, <laughs> keep the gimp in the closet. Then absolutely understand that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyways, we uh, with this trailer we get um, we get uh, a narration of um, Michael Keaton's Batman saying like, "Okay, let me get this straight. You can go through multiple worlds and and go into different timelines. Why do you want to fight and save this one?" Uh, and we see the Flash's new suit, which looks fucking awesome compared to the suit he got in Justice League. I'm a bit um, confused by see... this though, because at one stage you see him spray painting his boots with gold sprays, doing the yeah you know, the lightning bolts on there, um, which looks incredibly like the fucking Shazam lightning bolt. But anyway, let's move past that. Shazam lightning bolts flat. Oh, at the top. oh, sorry. Anyway, <laughs> fucking lightning bolts. Too many lightning right. bolts in the DCEU. Um, now. Like he's spray painting his boots with these, you know, these, these symbols, which is great. I like that whole idea of him being, you know, very Spider-Man esque, like you know, making your own costume. And then you see the the rest of the costume, and it looks like he's got fucking glowing lines all over him, and all the rest of it. It's like, yeah, how the so fuck is he doing if that? You, if he's spray painting his boots, I there is a there might be different so suits. It's it, it looks like he's making a he's making a his own sort of little team to sort of save this universe. We have Supergirl uh, in the film. Um, we have, of course, Barry Allen Flash, who is in his new outfit that looks dope. And then there's behind him in the shot as well. There is this universe's Barry Allen, who is in that spray painted. Oh, uh, okay. So it's a di- okay. All right, yeah. I'm with oh, you. Really? Uh, yeah, yeah. So it's a different right. Barry Allen doing a spray painted version of the thing of the Flash right. suit. Yeah, and of course it, it's he's the whole narration's being done by Michael Keaton's Batman. We're inside we're inside the Batcave. It's covered in fucking cobwebs and shit. And I'm sitting there like I'm fucking ready for this. Oh, I'm fucking <laughs> I'm keen to go. Yeah, when, I this, could this see trailer you is the, the, the when he was clearly This trailer the is the cloth, best one out of all. When of them. he was clearly pulling the cloth off the old school Batmobile where you are losing your mind. Yep. <laughs> it's yep. going to be like the old like, it's yeah. clear what that is. Why don't you just show us? <laughs> we, we, we know what it looks like. Because I think like these trailers are not so much for like people who know what the fuck's going on. They're for people that don't know what's going on. They're like, oh, a Batman. Oh, that'll be interesting. And what's underneath that cloth? Like, unless you've 
done as much like you know pre-reading as we have then you're not gonna give a shit about it so yeah interesting I uh, I'm very and this is also with this Batman film we're getting two Batmans we're getting two Batmans how many Batmans are there um, you've got Michael Keaton Batman as well as Ben Affleck's Batman is going to be in this film yes. as well um, so there's going to be universe hopping and all that sort of stuff like that but uh, this trailer was simply just being like yep Michael Keaton Batman we see the sort of silhouette walking th- through the Batcave and then it's like are you in and then it stops him this trailer is the best fucking trailer of the day or, or, of the fan who's playing you know, who's playing Reverse Flash or Doctor Zoom, rather. No, Zoom, is what it is? no. We do see what I believe is him. Seems to have a yellow tinge. The rumor is that that will be uh, that universe is Barry Allen. Uh, okay. Is it Doctor Zoom? Is that his name? Uh, Reverse Flash. Didn't they have like Nega Flash at some stage? Wasn't there another a thing? There's lots of different. <laughs> Too many flashes for Flash. <laughs> Can't keep up. Oh, it's, oh, it could be Professor Zoom, actually. Professor Zoom? Professor oh, Jesus there Christ. Is, yeah, Professor Zoom. <laughs> Professor Zoom. Yeah, Eobard Thorne. Yeah. Oh, no, they're different. They're Which actually different villains. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, the bad guy is normally Eobard Thorne, who is, uh, if you've watched the first first season of the flash which is the only good season of the flash then oh. that's that's it's it's the guy who plays captain bubblebeard from scrubs um, <laughs> it's uh, in it's some comics reverse. in some comics it is the same person in some other comics it's not otherwise known as professor zoom and the reverse flash basically instead of a red outfit he's got a yellow outfit with red stripes rather than a red outfit with yellow stripes sure um, yeah so um that's he's the main villain in regards to the flashpoint um, book as well as the Flashpoint animated movie like that's his thing uh, I don't want to ruin the, the twist ending for anyone because the ending of Flashpoint is pretty fucking cool um, but yeah I'm, I'm fucking keen for this film we're getting two Batmans we're getting two Flashes we're getting different Supergirl there's rumours that there might be a cameo from Henry Cavill as well because we're getting like the normal universe in which you know the Flash comes from before he goes into a different timeline so it might be like he's in the middle of a fucking saving the city with the Justice League or some fucking thing and then he disappears who knows um, yeah I'm very keen on it very I'm keen just on worried it. again that DC are jumping the shark because like this could they, they leapt over the shark years ago what are I you know, talking about I know but they're doing it again <laughs> the shark is dead but this also they're now could just be the, jumping the over best. the corpse of the shark you know what they're, they're fucking they're, they're just skipping over it they're just not even jumping this could be the best way to sort of reboot and reset the timeline for DC. Like, what the fuck is going on? So, like, we had Man of Steel, made sense. We had Batman, Superman, made sense. Then they're literally introducing time travel and multiple universes. All the issues that you've had with the Marvel Universe over the last couple of weeks. Yes, but also <laughs> they could do it a lot better. And they're using a character who has fucking time travel abilities. Not Ant-Man who can go, let's shrink and then go in a different timeline. That's not a power, Tom. That's made up shit. <laughs> it's the Flash. In I'm, chat say, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. At this point, anytime they introduce time travel into a movie, into a superhero movie, it's like the equivalent of when I used to write stories in high school and what, and then I woke up and it was all a dream. Like that's that's all they they can just do whatever the fuck they want. They can make it up. It's like you know, a wizard did it. <laughs> time travel did it. It's a different universe. Fuck you. Write a it's fucking proper that. story. <laughs> yep. 
I, th- I think it only, at least personally for me, it only works because it's the character of the Flash who can run into different timelines. But if, like, if, if Ant-Man in the comics it had established that he could do the time travel thing, would you have been fine with it? Yes. But it's the because they just made it up because it's just like, okay, well, rather than using like the fucking time stone or finding a <laughs> way no reason to... There's with this man. Tran- <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, uh, yeah it's, it's fucking stupid that what Marvel's doing. That's, that's my point of view. And that's all I have to say about that. I'm sure you have a lot um, more to yeah, say. But we're, we're, we're I have a lot more time. to say, but we don't I'm, have enough I'm time. I'm going to play clips from this. If this film is really bad, I just want to take some snippets. <laughs> Tom, we both know that requires effort, to which no one in this podcast is going to do. You are correct. I'm going to take notes. I'm going to take <laughs> notes correct. for when it comes out in what, 2023? I, I, I also took notes, motherfucker, when we were talking about how there was no such thing as a Zack Snyder's Justice League coming out and it was going to be the exact same film but worse and proved fuzzy wrong. Yeah, but, you know. <laughs> yeah. No, no, but he was, he was right. It didn't exist. They he had to give had him to, money to make it. Yeah, they had to reshoot they had to everything. They money to finish. No, 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 they, no, no, they, no. they reshoot everything. The whole point was that they, they're saying, oh, a cut exists where all of this, you know, didn't happen. It didn't because they had to come back and do reshoots and do other stuff. They're like, it didn't exist. There was It did one not exist. They the redid everything. One reshoot was in the film. So that means it doesn't exist. If it didn't exist prior to them actually making the film, then it didn't exist. Well, then it's not a it's cut. It's if a the movie redo. was not in our archives, it does not exist. <laughs> He's got me there. He's got me with the Star Wars. <laughs> but uh, if you thought things were getting out of hand, because now there are two of them with Batmans, there's now a third one with Matt Reeves, the Batman. We got See, a two and a half minute trailer for this. They film. did like this is what Scream should have done. It's not just Batman. It is the Batman. They should have done the Scream. The Scream. Perfectly fine. Move on. You know. Now we. Yeah. We're the not Scream talking about returns. It uh. Scream Man and Robin. Uh, scream begins. <laughs> scream forever. Hey, hey. Scream forever. Yeah. Oh, that's that's a bit. Yeah, that's actually that really works. <laughs> scream on. <laughs> scream on. <laughs> Anyways, Batman trailer. Um, Fuzzy, run us through it. What happened? There's a lot going on here. Um, there's uh, Italian Penguin, uh, <laughs> Colin Farrell. Robert De Niro Penguin. Colin Farrell. He's like, hey, yo, the, the Penguin over here. He's just, he's, <laughs> oh, I got the bat. Oh, that was all I was he's, hearing. He's the very whole much thing. Robert De Niro. Um, we do also see a little bit of the Riddler at the start. And it's really interesting. They haven't shown his face through this whole thing. So, like, all the no. promos, it's all blurred out. Um, mm. You don't get a clear look at the Riddler, which I don't know why they're doing that. It's, it's Same thing with the Lego kits as well. They've they've revealed the Lego kits for the Batman film. Yeah. Um, and the Riddler kit is just, yeah, like duct tape over the face. It's, it's a little bit bizarre that they've chosen to do that for that particular character. So, yeah. So, I think it, this was... I, I learnt less about the, the movie from this trailer than we did from the first one that we got. That felt more coherent. This feels like it's showing just like everything. We got we got to see the penguin. We got to see Catwoman. Um, we got to see all sorts of little different parts of you know various versions of the Bat and um, and Bruce Wayne. He's got some cool mm. fucking taser fist thing like Black Widow. It's it's very interesting. Like there's a lot of a jumble of what's going to happen throughout this film. We've got yeah. um, uh, Eddie Circus, uh, Jeffrey Wright, um, 
who else have we got in there? I think that's the, Jerry Kravitz. Yeah, um, we've got. I mean, there's so much going on in this in this movie that they they've tried to fit it all into the trailer as well, and it's overwhelming. Um, oh, Car- Carmine Falcone's in here at one stage, and I thought that <laughs> I very much thought that Colin Farrell was Falcone, and then I realised no, he's the fucking penguin. It's just <laughs> I was very confused. There's too many Italian gentlemen in this film. I mean, I'm completely fine with uh, with with. Well, when it was first announced, like, oh, Colin Farrell's going to be the Penguin. I'm like, what? And then I like you hear him talk in the trailer. I'm like, he's basically Robert De Niro, but yeah. he looks like the Penguin. This is awesome. I, yeah. I really like this. Yeah. So it's it's yeah. very interesting. I know we've got um, Paul Dano coming through as the Riddler. So everyone knows that it was a big casting thing. It's very strange that we're not seeing him. So I don't know why we're not. If he feels a little yeah. bit like Heath Ledger's Joker, like they're trying to have that kind of vibe going for him, if you get what I mean. Like it's very, very dark, very gritty, like the darkest timeline of that particular character. So I, I think yeah. he will be, he feels like he's going to be the central bad guy for this entire story, whereas we do have other side characters. Um, I think they'll be quite minor in in comparison to what the Riddler's going to be for this one. Yeah, yeah, they are using uh, Year One as a inspiration point because it's like we know his origin, so we don't need to go through it again. It's like it's like Spider Man; we don't need to see the death of Uncle Ben again, <laughs> which um, is good. Don't give so us they, another origin story. Yeah. We know his fucking origin. I don't need to see more pearls falling on the ground. But they made it. Made yeah. it um, one of the things that I was surprised by it appears that Catwoman is going to be. A huge part of this from what i was looking it almost seemed like it's going to be those two are the main characters together i don't know whether that's what well the rumor is, is yeah sorry no i was gonna say i don't know whether that's what you guys got from it but it sort of seemed like that and it sort of seemed like he's just fucking loose unit batman a year <laughs> in and just like is sick yeah. of people and is just beating the shit through people He's still that very angry, like yeah, Batman. super angry. Yeah, and and mm. apparently the whole thing with um, was uh, Kravitz was her Catwoman was supposed to be um, like quite quite emotional, quite soothing. Like she's actually calm by comparison to to Robert Pattinson. So it'll be very interesting to see how that plays out because she's normally been quite aloof, right? She doesn't give a shit. She's quite happy to, you know, break stuff and cause a bit of chaos. It feels like she's not going to be that in this film, which is an interesting turn for Catwoman's character. Um, as it is with Batman's character, like seeing a more emotional Batman instead of a cold, calculating, you know, detective scientist <laughs> slash yeah, MMA like, fighter. But that, because that gives them a lot of further development if they do sequels. There is a lot they can do from a character from that starting point as Absolutely, he mellows yeah. out and becomes more a detective sort of thing. It, it looks like very much again, even though we have the Riddler, I'd be surprised if we actually got Detective Batman. I'd be surprised if we ever get a Detective Batman, to be honest with you. Well, uh, yeah. Apparently, they're like there's there's been the um, not early screenings or press screenings, but like the the test audience screenings. Yeah. 
Um, and apparently it is a near three hour noir detective style film. Oh, Good lord. Rumours are, apparently. Well, um, we, we also see in this film that Batman is completely bulletproof um, because he, you know. Yep. <laughs> his chest is bulletproof. He's wearing cargo. He's pants. also got like, a giant his hole in his face where his mouth comes out. Like, don't shoot his fucking chest if the bullets bounce off. Anyway, but like, shoot his we legs. see multiple parts of this where he's just getting shot, like, by massively powerful rifles right in his chest and he's just walking through it all like it feels a little bit more comic booky superman yeah like we saw in um a little bit in like the the nolan batmans where you know he was having bruises and all the rest of it all over him it doesn't feel like we're going to see that realistic side of batman it's going to be more comic booky side Mm. i I actually think it's 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 gonna be more Nolan-y than comic booky. Like, yeah, it's it's year one, so it, and especially with a younger sort of inexperience and sort of soul of Bruce Wayne or, or Batman, it's like, okay, well, he isn't gonna have the proper kit of a bat suit that say Michael Keaton did or that Ben Affleck did and stuff like that. Like, it's gonna be he has a fucking top notch looking chest piece. He's wearing cargo pants and Doc Martens, and then he's got a a leathery stitched hood for for his cowl. So like maybe at the end of the film he has an updated fucking thing or who knows but I still get that real like that they're sticking in that this is a realistic world this isn't a fucking you know comic book theme style they world. can stick with it all they like it clearly isn't the case <laughs> yeah, no, I mean he's jumping a Mustang through in the real world so that you would get away with getting shot yeah. and not not like, feeling flinch. it not flinch <laughs> Yeah, um, then he's also jumping his you know Mustang through a burning truck at one stage, which is cool, admittedly, but it's not happening. <laughs> yeah, I mean the the end of the the end of the trailer where you see like you know Penguin's point of view where he's upside down in his car and you see Batman walking through the fire. I'm like that looks fucking cool as fuck. Like the, I think the cinematography for this is going to be awesome. The music is being done by Michael Giacchino, who was the guy who did the score for. Um, Star Wars Rogue One, which is a fantastic score as well, but it's just like there's something that just feels off about this trailer, and I don't know what. Yeah, I, I got that too. It wasn't didn't excite me as much as the first trailer, but I watched it the first time, and then I quickly flicked through it again the second time, and the second time that I sort of observed over it, I enjoyed it more than the first time. I think maybe the first time I was expecting something and I didn't get what I expected, and then when I watched it again, it was I enjoyed it. Yeah, I'm, 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 I don't know. I'm just, I'm just talking shit, which is what we do. I have, I have reservations. I have concerns. I, I definitely rolled my head back and sort of audibly groaned at the very start of the trailer. They get, um, you know, they they catch the they capture the riddle apparently, or what appears to be they capture the riddle, and he's drawn a question mark in his latte. I'm like, oh fuck off. <laughs> Wait, now, did he ask like, for that? It, because I don't know any barista that's doing that specifically. Like, you know, they might do the little, you know, Wi-Fi pattern or the squiggles or whatever's going on. But I don't know if you go, hey, I'd like a question mark in my, in my coffee. They'd probably just go tell you to f- go fuck yourself. Like, see, I, I, he's in I a diner-like ca- cafe, not like a proper barista-like cafe. Yeah, they would just be going, yeah, honey, yeah. you get it's your fucking Seinfeld black diner. or white coffee <laughs> as I pour it out of this jug. <laughs> But I kind of like the idea that he actually did it himself and that they're actually going in and, like, he's done something to the people who work there. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Kind of like a, I, uh, um, I joke had a-, a Smilex gas kind of thing. Yeah. 
I, I had a thought to myself because we do see like goons in this trailer and the previous trailer who uh, painted up to look pseudo jokery with the white face and the black eyes and all that sort of stuff. I'm like, what if this movie takes place in the Todd Phillips Joker universe? But they have that. And what if he's not talking to the Riddler? Because we don't no, see the dude's face when he's he's talking to someone in he jail. He could be talking to the Joker. But it's, it, you see it in the first trailer. They've um, that gang. They all have different um, faces. There's one guy that has like a half face and it's like uh, meant to be like a two-face thing i'm pretty sure mm-hmm. if you see it in the original trailer yeah, when you look at the group they're, yeah. all, they're all painted like different villains okay yeah that's true there is a shot in the trailer as well where bruce wayne is wearing sunglasses inside and he looks like tommy wiseau with the hair <laughs> <laughs> yeah the, the, the sunglasses call. are an interesting choice yeah it uh it, it looks interesting the cinematography i think looks fucking cool but it's just like there's something about this trailer i'm, I'm just not sure with so you're, you're speculating that what you were saying before when he walks into the person and smashes the window and goes what have you done you're speculating that that could be uh the joker it could be it's just me talking shit but you know it wouldn't surprise me with how well that joker film did to be like, okay, well, we have Matt Reeves doing a Batman film. It's uh, Ben Affleck walked away from the, the the role of Batman, which, interestingly enough, he walked away from the role of Batman because of how Justice League was handled. Fair enough, but he was interviewed recently for so- I can't recall for something. And he said, "You're playing Batman in the Flash movie. How did you find going back into the costume?" And he said, "I actually really enjoyed it and had a lot of fun coming back as Batman in the Flash movie compared to what happened in Justice mm. League." So it's like. If he turns around and goes, you know what, I wouldn't mind doing some more Batman stuff. It's like, well, you've got basically three spinning tops of Batmans at the moment. It's too many Batmans. Too I want to see Batman Beyond bats, That would be Too many sick. Batmans. Too many bats. Too many bats. <laughs> Proceed. Continue for the I full just... length of that song. <laughs> yep. Excuse me while I just go off on a tangent for the next 20 minutes. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I need but, to watch uh, yeah, it comes out. This movie comes out March next year. That's not long and it's only coming to cinemas so it's not coming to HBO Max which is interesting because everything else they showed is coming to HBO Max including that new Peacemaker TV show which looks like shit it does not look good just I don't get it anyone who hasn't seen it there is you know, Peacemaker from this, the latest Suicide Squad movie is getting his own TV show it basically picks up where he left off in hospital it seems like a missed opportunity to do a really good movie. They're doing a... It looks like a CW version of Peacemaker. It's uh, it's not going to be good. I'm calling it now. I can't deal with fucking... It, it's super annoying. And it's one of the things that I reckon... And I don't remember... It might have been Siobhan or someone else we discussed it with. Um, I don't think we discussed it on the show. But, like, one of the biggest issues with the latest Suicide Squad is it doesn't need to be a joke every two minutes. And that no. trailer looked like it was going to be a joke every 30 seconds. Yeah. But, baby, seriously? Yeah. But, baby. Yep. That's but, where you're going with it. I mean, the, but, baby. Uh, I mean, John Cena is getting becoming a better actor the more stuff he does. Like, remember The Marine, that WWE movie? That was crap, just like that rock movie, but Walking Tall or Walking If he's hard. getting better, why would they give him this shit to do with? Like, you, know, you need to like give him some something uh, something to like wrap his acting chops around. Like, I don't know if that's what you do with acting chops, but you know, yes. Just get into it. Get him, give him a big role to do and not this TV shit. I mean, here we go. 
<laughs> but we're also getting another Batman animated series uh, that is a noirish reimagining of the character that comes from J.J. Abrams, Matt Reeves, and Bruce Timm. Um, so there we go. Mm. Uh, Bruce Timm was the artist of Batman the Animated Series as well as Superman, Justice League, uh, Batman Beyond, so on and so forth. So um, we're basically getting another animated series style by J.J. Abrams and Matt Reeves. Okay. Which I will give a watch because it's Bruce Timm and Bruce Timm's fucking great. Okay. Yeah. I think that's all for the uh, the DC fandom barring the two video game trailers. Um, yeah. Is it I, still going or is I, it done now? <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, it's... Do, uh, I think it's done. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> no, it is done because the Australian after party is on at the moment, which started about an hour ago with Osher Ginsberg. <laughs> he screams comic book nerd to me. <laughs> wow. Andrew G just... Uh... Yeah, representing is he? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's uh, that's the news in the DC fandom. Uh, of course, Batman comes out March next year. Shazam and Flash, Black Adam, and I think they all come out next year as well. Twenty twenty two. I feel like there's I think maybe Shazam is twenty twenty three. Flash just said, but yeah, in production, didn't it? It didn't actually say release on the. Yeah, there's a couple of them that are that were in production, so they didn't have. Yeah, and that's why we've got the making of and not full actual trailers because they're still in the middle of shoots. So, um, very very fun to watch that Aquaman one where they're all pretending to be underwater. Um, hilarious! <laughs> <laughs> all right, now you're underwater. Go! That is just wave your hilarious arms. Hilarious to me. Um, but yes, that yeah, a lot of in production work at the moment. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm 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 excited for basically everything, but it's just like, hey, did you want did you watch the Titans trailer or the the the, the Batwoman trailer? I'm like, no, no, no I, I don't watch the, or, or Doom Patrol. I'm like, no, no I, I don't it's watch. A any couple of that's still going. I do want to watch that animated Harley Quinn series. Apparently, it that's is. really it good. is really good. It's fantastic. You should definitely watch it. Um, and there's a Pennyworth TV series. Fuck. Off. <laughs> yeah, Pennyworth's been going for a while. Is that still going? I think so. Yeah, there was was that the spin-off of the um like little kid Batman? Uh Gotham. No, I think it's Alfred before he goes to um before he goes to fucking Oh, that's right. He's like a fucking navy Gotham. seal or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just let him be a butler. Like that's all you need to do. He doesn't need to have like fucking firearms experience. He's a butler. He needs to have butling experience. I mean, I- I feel like the Alfred we're going to get in the Batman is going to be very um, in-your-face brutal. There's a comic book run which I assume they're using as inspiration, which will be... um, Yeah, that's the Tommy Wiseau photo. Oh, hi, Mark. (laughs) Um, Oh, hi, Selina. (laughs) Selina, you're tearing me apart! I am not the Batman. I am not. (laughs) I don't... don't, Bruce Wayne's hair is pretty, uh, pretty fresh. Yeah. Uh, How does he keep all that yeah. tidy under the cowl? That's what I want to know. That's what I... Oh, pomade. Pomade. Lots of pomade. Just slicked back. Um, but that's the DC fandom. Of course, we are sponsored by Incognito Comics. Um, if you want to read some good books and avoid things that... Uh, uh, if you want to read some good books, of course, you can go to incognitocomics.com.au. Um, of course, the, the big... Huh? <laughs> Enough. Uh, I'm just having massive brain farts, eh? Um, 
But the uh, the big news that's come out of the comic world this week is, of course, uh, that the character of John Kent Superman, which is uh, is of course Clark Kent's and uh, Clark Kent and Lois Lane's son, uh, is now Superman on Earth because Superman is doing a battle off Earth, so the planet needed the Superman, uh, and that uh, the character has come out as a bisexual character, um, which a lot of people are very happy with. Um, I've seen a lot of people just like you know. Oh, what happened to what happened to Lois Lane? What's going on? I'm like, dude, how about you read the fucking article before you put a fucking comment in and just be a smartass? Mm-hmm. Like, read, do your research before you open your mouth. Um, but yeah, uh, that's that's a big selling point as well. That's going on nuts at the moment for uh, for comic books. So um, that's the big news. Uh, other than that, I'm reading a sweet Batman Superman crossover book uh, at the moment, which is fucking. It's pretty dope. I've only read two issues in so far, and it's it's pretty fucking cool. Mm. Um, I saw a bunch of stuff yes. that uh, Tom Taylor was posting on Twitter about um, the new Batman. It's he showed some pages from it. It was really interesting. Um, I'm I'm slightly interested in reading that book because it cho- shows a little bit of a different side to uh, the Superman saga. So um, yeah, very interested. Did you say Batman? Uh, Superman? Superman. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was like too much I don't Batman. Think Tom talk. Taylor's working on it. <laughs> Yeah, there, there's there's new there's new Lego Batman sets coming out for the new Batman film. Fuzzy, you can buy. I, I think they're called the Lego Ideas. They're like the the fucking, you know, you can make like Dom's Charger from Fast and the Furious with Lego, like the big fucking adult kit. Mm. They're making the Batmobile like uh. that. So uh, there you go, there you go. Um, yes, incognitocomics.com.au for all of your comic book needs. But this week we were going to talk about. I think it was Midsummer or Midsummer. Or uh, I think there was another movie we'll take talking up as well, but uh, we decided to take a look at um, probably one of the most original ideas that the TV film that the entertainment industry has had in quite some time: Squid Game. Mm. Tom, what's Squid Game all about? Uh, fun that you say original because I've just been like, uh, so it's Hunger Games meets uh, Jeopardy. <laughs> What is Hunger Games? No, uh, um, so <laughs> essentially the premise of Squid Game um, is that uh, people who are down on their luck or have had gambling issues or homeless people or people essentially in financial trouble or have ruined their lives um, get an opportunity to compete in the Squid Games, which is a series of childhood-related games um, in South Korea. Um, and whoever wins gets the final prize pot of money, which I believe if you convert it to uh, Australian dollary dues, it's about $50 million. That is um, correct. Yep. Yeah. Yes. Um, <laughs> I think we all sat there on our phones doing the same calculation. <laughs> yep. How much is this? What's the walking distance between this city to this city? <laughs> Um, so yeah, um, and they they all compete together playing these games. Little do they know that uh, if you lose in the Squid Games, you also lose your life. Um, so there are end up being four hundred and fifty six players, I believe, or is it three hundred? Correct. Yes, four hundred and fifty six. Uh, four hundred fifty six total. Yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah, and we follow the story of um, I've forgotten names. Don't ask me any names. I'm not going to be able to tell you any of the names. We follow number four hundred and at 456 um, in his journey through the games mm. Mm. happy with that I mean that's a, that's a that's a pretty good summary there Tom thank you well I quickly google squid games to bring up characters <laughs> and then 
Quion, I and believe then, his name and was. And then Butcher South Korean names. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so, and I think it was, how many episodes was it? Nine. Nine. Nine episodes. Um, I will I will say, straight off the bat, I um, had started watching this, and I spoke about it in our last episode. Um, I had only watched the first three episodes, and I was like, yeah, it's all right. I don't understand what people are sort of going on about. I will say that post the first three episodes, it gets better. I thought the first episode it hooked me pretty fucking no, good. No, what I was is it is it was good the first three episodes, but it was like it felt very much hype train, and people were saying how fantastic it was, and that I had to watch it. And the first three episodes, I was like, yeah, it's, it's all right. Um, but then I think from episode four or episode five, it sort of gets real in the feels and has some more emotion and, six, and, and gets a bit, a little bit more tense. Um, and I think it sort of be like, oh, okay, uh, now I sort of get it. Hmm. Yeah, exactly right. And See, then, I'm going to yeah. go down down a uh, opposite direction with this because oh, I don't get the hype. Um, I, I people compete for money. No, no look, I get it. <laughs> I get what the story is about, <laughs> and look, enjoyable to watch. But overall, uh, like you know, watching it through, I feel very disappointed by all of it like I get it and you know there was some strongly emotional parts to this this thing but nah I've watched better TV recently so yeah anyway let's keep talking (laughs) I'm just so curious as to you've watched better TV now what is it that's been better that you've watched than this because this is pretty fucking good um well I suppose we just came off the back of finishing up watching The Wire um which is just fabulous um but that's not new no it doesn't need to be new like it needs it's it's like you know something that is you know it was different at the time it was groundbreaking it was breathtaking it like had stuff got a substance to it like and then you go watch this and everyone's like oh man it's so amazing and you watch it like you it's okay it's severely okay but yeah whether or not it was that like it required got that hype i had so much hype built up in me before it that i was like disappointed by the uh, the the final product i think okay Okay. important question straight off the bat double sub Hmm. um i i watched the the subtitles so yeah yeah i I did i did i I, I can't do dub dubs shit The, the dub is bad i did the dub is pretty bad some of the voice i watched it on my phone and i'm like i I can't be fucked reading. I'm I'm in my bed. I'm half asleep, and it's like I put it on, and it's like oh, it was well. a pretty bad. It was a pretty bad dub. Like considering if you watch, um, all dubs uh, are bad. All no, dubs but there's, are a, bad. there's a TV series that's called Freud. I think it's called Freud. Okay, um, Sigmund Freud. Uh, well, that's that's the, that's what it's based on. But it's a it's a fictional ah. take of Freud. It's sort of like got super uh, supernatural elements in it, um, and it's a German TV series. And the dub in that is fantastic because the voice actors are really, really good. And despite the fact it doesn't match up, they're able to sort of like get across the tone really well. Whereas the dub in this, there's certain characters that were just like playing it over the top hammy. There was, wasn't was a lot of seriousness in their um, voice portrayal. I think their, their dub was pretty, pretty poor mm. in this. And yeah, we'll talk about some hammy acting in this. <laughs> there was some hammy acting lots of extra shaved ham on the top just to, you know in case they hadn't have enough 
it was it was yeah ridiculous. <laughs> but uh, I, I guess uh, just, just before getting into any spoilers of specific things, I think my my biggest drawback of this um, is that it went for a solid twenty minutes too long. That's each episode or like overall <laughs> overall the last episode that's a very goes. specific number over nine episodes which are about an hour long each <laughs> no, look, I, I enjoyed most of the episodes the the way that they ended it was like 20 minutes too long oh like so you're show. you're talking about cut that ending off completely cut that ending off completely because it brought down like the, the series in my opinion thank you there you go that's this is why I was left with this like yeah, this taste in my mouth is like, eh, it's like ass. It's just right. like bad ass. Like some good ass. Like, dude, just get me wrong. It's a bad ass. What's a good <laughs> ass? Trust me, when you've eaten some good ass, you'll know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> look, they're, they're <laughs> broken duty. Yes, I've broken both of them today. Um, <laughs> ask Wayne. Wayne knows about eating all the asses. <laughs> What fucking good ass is there? Anyway, um, like it just leaves this this bad taste in your mouth of why did you do that? Why did you bother going there? It seems like a really obvious place to go, but it seems pointless at the same time. Like it just it wasn't necessary whatsoever. Yeah, I think there's in my personal opinion, and we'll probably get into the exact scene, but there, there's a point at the end where a person is sitting on a beach and drinking. Yep. End it there. Leave it at that. Yep. Cut that. Yep. That's the end. And that's what I thought they were going to do. Yeah. And then they just kept going. <laughs> it's like, guys, you've built your tension. You've come to your conclusion. Yeah. Stop. Stop. You've got to build up the next season, though, Tom. Yeah, but if you just even have this person sitting on the beach and have them get handed the card and then cut. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that would have It would have been a lot more... Uh, the, the tension would have been built completely by then. So Yeah, because it, it, just, it just peters out and it just keeps going. And you, and you sit there going, why is, this, why is this still going? This is this is like, you know, showing you how the sausage is made. You see all of the sausage in that last 20 minutes and it's, it's disappointing sausage. I don't yeah, need to know. Hide the sausage making from me. And I feel like it's hypocritical now because something, sometimes things end and you're just like, there were so many loose ends. Why didn't you tie them up? And this one, you go, you tied up all the loose ends. Why did you tie up all the loose ends? <laughs> there, there's something to be said. There is a middle ground between no loose ends and all of the loose ends. There is some loose ends. Leave something to your imagination. Leave some parts of it to be discovered. Like that's... Or just even talked about. If they never do a season two, it'll just be a... That just happened, and you you'll be left to fill in all of your own story around. It. And I think you need some of that in there, if you like, just just that little bit to, to tease you at the next part. Uh, They're totally gonna do a season two with how well they're doing this is done. Two. It's already been greenlit. Yeah. Um, and and yeah. just saying straight off the bat, if you're expecting the the uh, the cop storyline that's established in your first episode to go anywhere. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that kind of just died. <laughs> yeah. <It> just, yep. <laughs> yeah, there was. I think there was a, a few of those that kind of didn't really feel like they got the payoff they needed to. So, whether or not that gets uh, resolved in season two, and that was the original original intention, who knows? Yeah. Well, uh, we 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 know our thoughts in regards to. Uh, Two of us sort of like that Fuzzy is 
indifferent against the curve uh, and likes to eat Statistical bell end, um, they call me. <laughs> yeah, yes. Um, Minus so the they have to compete. <laughs> yes. Minus the statistical. They have to compete. <laughs> they, uh, they have to compete six games and the winner of the six games wins. I think it's, yeah, 45.6 billion one because it's four, James one a million one per, per game uh, per player um, and um, yeah so shall we shall we go through the go through the games that they play spoiler alert for anyone who cares yeah, so. um, but uh, the first game I think was probably the fucking best one red light green light just a simple simple game if you move when the red light's on, you get shot. It was pretty brutal. And you get killed. I honestly had I not watched the trailer in advance, it would have been it would have been actually great just at that moment. Because that that moment's in the trailer when the first person gets fucking nailed in the head during that game. Yeah, it's in the trailer. Mm. It's in it's in yeah. the auto playing trailer that comes on when you turn on Netflix app on your TV and walk away for a second. Oh, my one was the uh the the dude wanting to play that fucking throwing the card game, the in the train station where like how he recruits people. Mm. Yeah, that was my like leave leave it on Netflix and walk away. It was like, would you like to play a game? Like, okay, <laughs> settle down. The first person getting shot and the woman screaming with blood over her face. Yeah, that, that, all um, of that's all over the the trailers for it, and you see everyone running away and getting gunned down at the same time. Yeah. So. It even shows the guns on the wall <laughs> moving yeah. to them in the trailer. Um, by the way, yeah, this, we're, we're the in first spoiler game was, country now. The first game was, was yep. okay. It kind of, you know, if you hadn't seen the trailer, it sets the tone for um, for everything else that's going on because you're like, kind of like, what the fuck are they doing this? You know, what's the point? And you go, oh, okay, now's the point. So it, it's a bit more surprising if you go into it cold turkey. Yeah. It's it's definitely it's it's definitely a show I reckon where you just say someone to you just tell someone to watch it and you just go don't look at anything about it just turn it on and just yep. watch yeah um yeah so the first one's just red like red like green light which is pretty pretty straightforward pretty standard <laughs> really um the second game is honeycomb which I which... thought was my favorite so they they basically get uh, a little piece of honeycomb with the shape sort of impressed into it and they have to use a little needle and trace out the shape and cut out the little shapes within this honeycomb and if you break the honeycomb you get shot in the face which was brutal you see these people sitting there like nervous as shit like scraping out honey and just bang (laughs) uh, whoever decided to play their game on top of a slide like when you wanted to die, you just wanted to entertain people. Oh, so good! Shoots him in the head, and he just slides down this like fantastic. <laughs> just that trail of blood going down. I thought this was one of my favorite games. I thought it was fantastic. I mean, it was pretty good. It is. It. I think it's better than some of the yeah, other it's ones. Spawned off because they, they everybody doing that at home, making their own honeycomb and uh, trying to do it at home. Uh, yeah, if you watch um, it, Binging with Babish, um, he's a YouTuber that does like. He, he cooks famous foods from like TV shows and movies and stuff like that. He recreates them in his own kitchen. He's done how to make the shapes and the honeycomb from uh, from Squid Game. Ooh, so, it's pretty easy. He did, a, he did like a two or three part Lord of the Rings one. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> mm. um, from that, the you know the next game is... Tug- it's a tug of yeah. war? 
which is basically pretty straightforward really but it's two people playing tug of war over basically a chasm and they get pulled off the chasm and killed are we doing spoilers now are we doing spoilers yes, we are. Spo- yeah, okay so yeah. the spoiler is that um number one is actually the the host of these games and he you know, puts himself into the game to play it because he knows he's dying and he knows he's gonna get killed off and he's, he's in these games because he wants to be part of it wants to participate for some weird fucking dying person reason he like in his condition knowing what games are coming up why would he put himself into that risk because he would have killed he would have been killed like but he doesn't I think get, the, the, the point was he was bored I think yeah. he was just like fuck it if I die I die yeah, it just it just seems very strange that they would he he would put himself into that position, knowing there was a very strong potential that he could he could die. I think, but would the would the games change each Squid Games? Like, or would it be like it's red light, green light, it's honeycomb? It's just like all right. Well, I've seen these for the past fucking fifty years. I know how to get. I'm just assuming yeah. change. Yeah, I assume I they change. I mean, they could stay the same because who the fuck would know? But <laughs> The, the the guys who came to watch the last game did make a big deal out of the um, the glass one because uh, well, there was all the lights and stuff. Can we talk at length about the VIPs? <laughs> now the VIPs in this one were so many. There was uh, like half a dozen big fat white men um, who came in. Obviously, you know, billionaires. The way they were written and acted <laughs> in this film was ridiculous it looks like they grabbed six dudes off the street and just said come in and say these words and that's it because everything they said was really wooden and over the top and ridiculous and then you realize that that's how koreans view rich white billionaires and that's their their take on the stereotype of rich white billionaires and it was it it took me out of it i laughed my entire ass off through that that in that episode you're not supposed to you're supposed to take them seriously and they're just ridiculous would it have been better if they replaced the randoms that they got for the the VIP billionaires who are mostly all somewhat American there was one Japanese one wasn't there doesn't he speak Japanese during it one of the guys I think so yeah oh maybe yeah Uh, I was going to say and replace them with the sharks from Shark (laughs) Mark Cuban (laughs) yes that would have been better. Mr. Wonderful. Like, right? Mr. Uh, look, wonderful going for the blowjob. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anything. Oh, fucking Get, hell. like, the fucking judges from, you know, American Idol. Get Simon Cowell in there. Like, <laughs> that death was fucking B-grade. Like, you know, just, like... It, it, no, because that'd make it too comedic. <laughs> That's what it was, though. It became... It was so silly, and this was a very serious life-or-death game, and, like, you had this antithesis of, like, these over-the-top characters, and then this serious life-or-death game, which was fantastic. So, like, it just... It, it missed... I think the, the tone just went right out the window there, and that's where the whole fucking show lost me from then on. Well, I'm, I'm kind of curious, because I didn't interpret them as that silly, really. When I was doing it, so that may, that may have been a difference between the dub and interpreting it, and ha- what the voices would have sounded like in the sub. Maybe I, I was know. I was watching the sub though, so yeah, like, no, no, that's that's what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah, because I didn't interpret it that way. Um, I don't know, Dirty. Did you think they were specifically over the top or their voices, the the VLP's voices in the dubs? Mm. No, they 
just sounded like people. Yeah. Like they they did they weren't making like it, they didn't it, sound like they were making grand gestures. Because even though it's dubbed, I've heard that the dub and the the dub is not the same as the sub. Like it's not the same. If you've got if you've got the dub on with subtitles, because I generally watch it with subtitles anyway. So then, I, don't know, I like to read. Um, but the subtitles don't match up with what they're saying. Yeah. Like for 100%. example, when they're talking, when there's the I can't recall the character's name, but he's he's the the main guy's best friend or old best friend or childhood friend um it was like and her mum's saying like oh you know don't buy anything for me when you go overseas or whatever like the the dialogue is completely different it's like it's the same you know it's it means nothing dialogue but it's it's yeah it's different yeah yeah it's it's really interesting seeing like the um i had the subs on when the english speakers were coming through and it was just a little bit off so you assume, and I've heard some really um, some stuff come through regarding uh, the Korean language and how they've missed the point with some of the um, the translations. So yeah, I assume that some of that Korean was a little bit uh, translation was a little bit off for the whole thing. So just interesting to note. Yeah, it uh, yeah uh, that's well that's the fourth game, isn't it? The, the glass bridge. The glass bridge, yeah. Which was no, actually no, that's the fifth game. That's oh, that fifth is, game. sorry. Yes, you're right. Um, the fourth game is you pair, you team up in pairs because other you know previous games where you have to team up is like oh it's for it's for well, the previous one was tug of war so it was like oh it's strength we need to, we, I need a strong partner and it's like well if you've picked your your best mate on one person's instance you've picked your wife you basically need to play a game where you bet your marbles and the my loot. marbles if you run out of marbles you I lost my marbles I lost my, my marbles. marbles. This was probably uh, for me like the best episode. Like it just it was. That's so rough. It, it was really rough. It was very dramatic. There was moments where like, especially where um, the main character number four five six was uh, trying to like basically cheat number one out of uh, out of his marbles, and it just oh, it was it was brutal to watch. And mm. everyone was like talking mm. about the cousin, like you know. Uh, che- Cheating the other guy out of his marbles was was hard. Oh, that that was fucking hard to watch. I bro. thought the the old man getting like ripped off. Like the old man had won at least nah, three times, nah, the, the, and like he just got fucking cheated out of it straight up. It it was brutal. <laughs> the trusting guy Ali, how he's like, yep, I'll, I'll take the marbles, and then we'll we'll go and find another team, and it's just like, oh, he's he's gonna be fucked over. He's too trusting. Yep. And then it's just he's he's running around the little you know, fake village trying to find his friend, and then it's just like nope, yeah, I'm like oh that's the what was premise was that was uh, it? because I, I may have missed some of that bit because I'm dealing with a psychopath um, in, <laughs> who lives in my house. He's he's small and he's furry. Um, uh, was the whole premise that he beat him in a game of wits is that what yes. he was sort of implying yeah that's correct uh, yeah. he said you know you didn't tell me what the game was and my game was to beat him out of all his marbles and i did and it just that guy i think is uh sang woo has it was the character he is like you could just see him from the first fucking game onwards when he knew what was going on and didn't tell Gion like what was happening yeah, you could just see where he was going. He was just this absolute scumbag the whole time. So it was, yeah, I, I hated him all, all the way through it, which is probably why it wasn't so, like his downfall on that particular point, wasn't so bad for me. I was like, I know he's a dickhead already. Mm. I mean, 
He does. He does tell him in the first game that how it works. Like if you're gonna yeah, move, you I need to be behind someone. Yeah. Oh, second game, yeah. Sorry, because he he game, knew yeah. exactly what was happening. He figured it out, and he's he didn't say a thing. He was he every single game he tries to do something to cheat somebody else out of it. And it's but he just, wasn't. He wasn't trying to like fuck over. Like because you you saw him double when he went for the umbrella. He's like, are you sure? <laughs> Like, yeah, but he didn't. He knew what was happening, and he he, he still chose not, like to to not tell him. I not say yeah. maybe you should go with this one. I think this would be better for you. Like he just went, no, nah, you just go and do your thing. And he tried to stop him at one point. And he goes, nah, if I kill everybody off, then I'm good. So yeah, he was uh, he was a scumbag for the entire film, and he like. Um, he kills people directly just to get ahead. He's like, "Yeah, fuck this, I'm gonna win." Ugh. Oh, we do, we do have the actual like the tough guy scumbag who, you know, is in trouble with his boss and he's fucking stole millions of dollars or whatever. And now everyone wants to basically kill him, so he's in the game trying to get money for you know everyone else's reason. And he tries to hook up. He hooks up with um, the I can't recall the character's name, but she's like a loose cannon that basically burns every bridge that she has. Um, and she was amazing. <laughs> she was my absolute favorite character in this whole thing. She she yes. was oh this this ridiculously over the top like just chaos person like and I just I love that element to it. You're just needing that little bit of chaos and a little bit of uh, instability. <laughs> it, it, and she's like the like after the first game they're like all right well the the rules were that um what is it if a player wants to stop playing the game they are like you can't stop playing once the game starts or whatever yeah. unless it's a majority which is rule three what was rule two who the fuck knows you never talk about squid game like <laughs> they they all of a sudden like every like someone has read all of these rules where the fuck did they read them like um, they they signed them at the start before they yeah, start playing. It looked like one sheet of paper and just said, um, uh, like their translation just said, uh, signing away like bodily rights or something like that. That was the translation I got anyway. And it, yeah. it was re- it was bizarre. Like it was like, there was no like indication that, oh, okay, anybody actually took the time to read these fucking things. And, and if they did, they didn't do a very good job of it because like it just was explained away. Oh yeah, we know all of these rules. No, it was there was like proper proper because that was the that was the thing. It was um, uh, if the majority of players um, choose to to stop the games, then the game stops. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anytime we type in, what's the rules of Squid Game? It's like the first game of Squid Game is red light, green light. <laughs> the first rule of Squid Game is you do not talk about Squid Game. Yeah, but there's the there's the fucking the you know the buff jerky douchebag character who you know bullies people they fucking the it's not even a game but like between games they you know the the hosts of the game provide players food and they just provide them an egg and i don't know a beer egg and a beer whatever the, fuck it is. the traditional egg and yeah. beer lunch <laughs> yeah so it's just like well that causes people to kill each other like in the in the common area and it's just like that the, the that's one of my conflicts with this thing. It's like the whole thing is about the game being fair because we have the subplot of a Korean police officer trying to find out what's going on, which goes nowhere. We have a subplot of a doctor harvesting organs with other people and the... Kind of goes nowhere as well because pe- that's in with the cop <clears throat> thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it kind of goes nowhere, but it's like the, the whole point of that was um, was that every player needs to have a fair level playing ground. 
where it's like you play the games and you're eliminated from the games and it's like and because you know the doctor was harvesting organs with these other like you know square and triangle face fucking guards the guards were giving him hints on what the next game was hidden in their food so i was like okay he has an unfair advantage but you're killing you're letting other players kill people inside their common room giving them unfair advantages by eliminating them from the game that doesn't make sense yeah yeah right uh, it, yeah, none of it seemed to. There was no really consistent theme of any of that. Like they seemed to, yeah, it, it both want everybody to play the game and then also want everybody to kill them, each other. Like it just it wasn't very consistent throughout. Yeah, it's. Uh, anyways, yeah, game four was the uh, was the marbles where we we get the character of Ali dying, which was I I thought that was pretty rough. I'm like motherfucker. Yeah, he should have like I wanted him to get towards the end, but no. Um, but there wasn't enough players for the the crazy loose handle uh, uh, player to, to join in, so she just went back to her dorm rooms because there wasn't enough people to match her with. So it's like she's getting dragged off and she's getting killed, and I'm like, Mon, they'd kill her right there and then. They wouldn't drag her away. To oh, go it was kill pretty her. clear what was happening. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then the next one is fucking um, the glass bridge, which I I thought, yeah, it, it's it's just fantastic to watch. That was really great and. The, the choice process about whether or not to go first or last was cool and just yeah very interesting to see how everyone played that out and we get um, crazy lady killing off snake tattoo guy <laughs> let's just call him snake alright <laughs> snake from the yeah. Simpsons <laughs> um, yeah I thought that was cool we actually did that and then um, we see Sangwoo do his like thing where he just like pushes the dude onto the glass panel which is <laughs> fucking crazy yeah <laughs> Um, the thing that the thing that got me though about the glass panel one, right, is that all the other things were meant to be childhood games. Yeah. What was it? Yeah, that's a good it point. was just out of nowhere. Um, but yeah. don't know. Who knows, Tom? Who knows? <laughs> because that was a sort of shoehorned, isn't it? Because even the last one is also a childhood game. Yeah. Yeah, with knives. <laughs> <laughs> I look. Exactly I played childhood child- games with knives. All right, like they they, they exist. <laughs> Jesus, but yeah, the 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 glass pane one. Like I was, I was as we were watching it, I was talking to to Mister Dude. It's like you have to jump on the glass panes. I'm like, uh, I would be jumping on the metal rungs that hold up the glass panes, and then hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah. In fact, fucking straddle them. J- jump on one foot each one. <laughs> yeah. It's like, well, glass, your foot is still touching glass. You're not hopping, like, whole body or whole fucking, you know, things from glass to glass. It's like, my foot is still touching glass. It's fine. Uh, look, yeah. honestly, like, I, I feel like this was a situation where they could have, like, the, the panel, the, the panes of glass were set up pretty far away. But I still think you could reach out and, like, fucking bash it with your hand or something to, like, or whack it with a shoe or something like that. Well, yeah, they, they've, they, like, they... they when it comes to like the end of that le- that game it's like they're physically handing over a marble so they're within arm's reach distance yeah. so it's like alright take your jacket off and fucking whack the glass and see what it does yeah yeah just, it's just like, okay there were ways to do it uh, like that you could have could have done it that yeah would have got you across surely yeah it's just okay. but, like, I'm just having a look it, it I'm having fun. a look at how far away they are now you could have fucking mm. just like lay down yeah across them because the bars are close enough and you could have just rolled that motherfucker 
could have just fucking rolled. Just roll across the whole thing. Yeah, you could have. Like, the bars supporting the panes on either side in the middle are close enough that that totally would have supported you. Or you could, or you yep. could have put, like, a hand on each one and a knee on each one and just sort of shuffled along. Man, but man, that's fuck not it. how they play I'd the game. Get they allow I'd get through this fucking squid game. Oh, well, <laughs> if you want to talk about fair, I, I feel like one of the biggest issues with the fairness of this game in general is that they, they, um, if you wanted it to be completely fair, they should have made sure that none of the people engaging in the game knew each other. Yeah, because that gives an opportunity for people like the main person to team from yeah. the first well, game. <laughs> It's also the thing I don't get, like, for, for Red Light, Green Light, of course, it's like, it's a motion sensor thing, so you get shot, fine, but right, for Honeycomb and for fucking, uh, give us your marbles, um, marbles. is, you've got a, you've got a guard with you the entire time, right, like, someone is fucking watching you, and even in Honeycomb, when people are either eliminated from being killed or eliminated for winning, they go off, and then you have more guards in the area. How does no one go like, that motherfucker's getting under a slide. Yeah, I'm going to keep an eye on him. And then you look at his honeycomb, there's burnt singes edges around the honeycomb. Like, motherfucker's got a lighter. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think there was any rules of them like, not that's using cheating. Lines, was it? Oh, the fair. No, because... Right, the fairness thing. He, he, he got the lighter because the chick smuggled bloody cigarettes in her. <laughs> she did. <laughs> yeah. What an eloquent you, way to say it. Absolutely, I was just about to say that, Tom. Oh, what a just perfect way. She smuggled cigarettes in her. Like that's just leave that to your imagination. I'm going to say it it wasn't even for me. It wasn't the in her. It was the inner. It was the the, 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 there wasn't a H there. It was inner. Uh, I I was going to elaborate how that. No, leave it at that. Leave it at that. That is perfect. (laughs) Uh, but yeah, like you could, you could totally see that someone's fucking cheating. If someone holds up a star or a circle or whatever the fuck it is, and there's burnt marks around a fucking honeycomb, it's like, what are you cooking with, mate? I can understand. It's, it's it's very interesting in contrast because we don't do a lot of TV series. Um, in, no. in what, at least in one go, like we're doing this, like an entire fucking season, and. There's really so much to talk about, isn't it? Like, and even if you enjoyed it, there's a lot to shit on because you see all the issues throughout. What what is it? Nine hours. Like, it's a it's a fair crack. Yeah. It's uh, yeah. It's it's. I mean, it's a good show. Don't get me fucking wrong. And I I was glued to the screen. This is also definitely a show you shouldn't watch before you go to bed because I think we we went to bed one night it was like 12 o'clock and it was like alright we'll watch this episode alright they're gonna play a Marvel game what do you fucking do and then at the end of it mom just turns and goes that was so sad and I'm like just go to bed <laughs> sleep pretty sure I binged it in one day so the uh Jesus. yeah the, the Marvel game was was brutal like you know killing off everybody <laughs> yeah. oh it was the best episode it was the best episode I reckon the um the bit where like yeah the husband and wife have teamed up and yeah he comes back and he basically he hangs himself, woof. Oh yeah, and then you just see the VIPs go. What are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> just wow. Yeah, it wow. was. It was pretty I, uh, harsh. I like I said, I thought you know, um, four, five, six, killing off number one was the harshest. Like, 
you know, or thinking he did at least, because he just basically used this old old man's fucking you know Alzheimer's to to screw him over. It was rough. It was very rough. This guy that had said, you know, oh, we're best friends. You know, we trust each other with everything, and it's. Ugh. Yeah, that was pretty bad. Yeah, and then he calls him out on it as well just before. He's just like, just take the marble. Just fuck yeah. off. It's a, it's, a rough, it's a rough show, and of course, you know, it's, it's, there's fuckloads of things to talk about where people go, oh, the politicalness and the correctness of it, but the incredibly rich and also kind of dumb YouTuber, Mr. Beast, wants to, he's, as soon as he watched the show, he put up a tweet saying, I'm starting my own Squid Games, so I'm getting 456 people to go. I'm like, you do realise people die in that, right? <sighs> Look, anything Mr. Beast says uh, is just pure shit. He is awful. <laughs> It's yep. just terrible. Yep. But uh, look, I, th- I think we need to get around to get into a score for. Oh, we did uh, talk about the Squid, squid game. game. The, the Squid Game at the end. Uh, last one is the actual Squid Game. I still or the horrendously long ending. I, I still <laughs> I mean, don't understand the rules of the Squid Game itself. They sort of explain it in the very first episode at the start, and I'm like, okay, I missed all of that. <laughs> Even though it was written on the screen, I could see the words with my own eyes. I stood on understand. There was something about hopping on a foot, and then you have to push yeah. people away. So when, yeah. you're, when you're the attacker... <laughs> don't, you to- don't try. I've, I've read this online. I still don't understand it. <laughs> I, don't, I don't understand some of the elements of it, but... It seems like a weird game to play with two people. What would an Australian version like? Because this is octopus, you know, of, uh, <laughs> octopus. Yeah. No, but it's like, what would what would an Australian or Kiwi version of like childhood games be for us? Two up. That's that's the that is the equivalent of the Australian game. Like, yeah, yeah. What the fuck is two up? It's where you get the two coins and you put them on a wooden paddle and you flip them and you take bets on what they're going to land. <laughs> Tom, did you ever play two up? I mean, this is a very, Tom's this is a very, very. No, old but I never rid like one this. of the bikes with the big wheels either. <laughs> you know what we would have played if it was there? We would have played Beyblades. <laughs> four, square, four square, four, four square, four square. Yeah, I mean, tag. Oh, no, imagine, imagine fucking the rules of four square. There's a dude with a gun who's enforcing. No, he double tapped. You can't double tap. That was a liner. <laughs> Uh, I mean, I'm surprised they didn't do tag, some form of tag. You know, tag, one yeah. person's running around with a fucking knife and they tag you with a knife. Well, that's <laughs> that would have been octopus because you just have a fucking line of people with knives. <laughs> <laughs> you can't move your legs, but you can stab with your arms. Marco Polo, but the guy with the blindfold's got a knife. Marco <laughs> Polo, fucking <laughs> <laughs> throws a knife. That'd be cool. See Marco Polo, but you give. Marco a fucking gun or you have, you have five minutes to get out of the pool before the lid closes over the top well seeing as you're in the pool you give him a trident like an Aquaman stabbing you have kickball Marco Polo kickball kickball yep. and you get, and you get kick- especially killed if you if you kick the ball and it hits your sports teacher's car that used to be the <laughs> the rule in my high school was that you used to go minus points if you hit a car what about um, what about the, the the floor is lava but with actual lava like you know, <laughs> that's already a great Netflix show. Thank you very much. With actual lava. Have you seen the floor is lava on Netflix? It's not a great show. It is a it is a Netflix show great. that exists. 
It's it's basically Wipeout, but they've replaced the the floor with Fanta, boiling Fanta. Good lord. <laughs> now, have you ever seen like the professional tag uh, stuff that's on at the moment? Yeah, it's on. That Kaya. is amazing. Yeah. That is incredible. See, professional tag. <laughs> they have the proper tag. No, because it's like okay, you you, p- you pair up in partners and you've got number one. <laughs> Uh, there's so many Australian games that could have been uh, could be played. I think there's a lot of other games. It's very like interesting to see these like childhood Korean games, especially the Honeycomb game. Seems like a very seems like a lot to coordinate for kids. <laughs> um, a little bit less, yeah, popular. I think, but yeah, it's, it's a good also, game. Also, it's, it's also kind. Of, I don't know uh, for and. Ma- different societies obviously have different things but like here we used to have a mr whippy van yeah um i i feel like if you went to a kindergarten here and there was some guy just sitting on top of a crate melting sugar and going want to play a game children it it just wouldn't fly (laughs) (laughs) that's exactly how they showed it yeah yeah hey it's mr sugar showing up oh even a name like Mr. Sugar sounds like he touches kids. Like, just keep... No, no, not... That's definitely not a childhood game. Or at least not one that everybody's having fun with. And I've just got this horrific vision of a kid, like, hand behind it and, like, a pin and just... Straight through your hand. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I tried Googling what the rules of the Squid Game was. It, I don't know, but... It, uh, it, uh, I don't get it. Isn't it just I don't get it. hop round the hop round when you cross the nape, you get two feet, and then you go to the base of the squid, and then the goal is to get through the squid to the top. And then attackers have to push you out of the squid face while you, yeah. So when, when you enter the squid, if they push you out of the squid, you lose. <laughs> when you enter the squid is an amazing phrase, by the way. <laughs> Great name for a band. <laughs> Into the Into Squid. The squid. <laughs> Great name for right. an album. Right? <laughs> we, we, are, we are going over, so let, let's talk about this 20 minutes of Please do. way too far. Now, apparently the red hair is a cultural thing. It's a thing. Um, I, I just saw okay. it and I went, he's trying to join a K-pop band. Like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> is it just like a rich person thing or... I don't know. <laughs> somebody somebody sent me a thing that because I was talking with them, um, and he was saying apparently it's a cultural thing there. It's like a it's not that odd to have coloured hair, and it's sort of he let himself have one extravagance, and that's what it was. It was after not spending all the money. Um, I thought it looked dumb, personally, uh, and yeah, I think the, it should have ended with him establishing he hadn't spent any money. He sat down on the beach, drank a drink, and then the person handed him the rose with the card. Yeah. Done. End of series. Uh, look, did the thing that I think that annoyed me most about all of this was, you know, I thought he would, you know, he had that chance, obviously, to, you know, to talk to number one who had cheated death and, you know, done all, done all the rest of it and then had died. But, like, just... There was a chance, like this person had shown throughout this series, that you know he had been a shitty person in the past, and he had ignored his daughter, and was just all just basically an awful degenerate. And then he gets a chance to redeem himself at the end and go and see his daughter, and says, "Yeah, I'm coming to see you." And then decides to change his fucking mind and re-enter the Squid Game, and like, "I'm coming to get you," like he's fucking Batman or something. Like seriously, he's just. 
it went a little bit Liam Neeson from Taken, but without, you know, instead of going to get his daughter, he's ignoring his daughter and becoming a shitty father again. So just, I don't know, man. It just, it just ended on such a, like that last 20 minutes was just all shit. It just undoes all of the good work that you have with that particular, with that particular character and the story in general. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. And yeah, I, it just felt like it went forever as well, that entire end bit. I don't, I don't understand why they did it. Um, yeah, it sucked. Yep. Duty, what do you think of it? It did sort of, yeah, just drag on because it sort of... Uh, you, you, imagine winning all that money and then finding out that number one's alive and he's the head of the fucking, the, the fucking organization or the games or whatever. And he's just like, yeah, if, if that person on the street doesn't die from cold, then I'll, uh, I'll, I'll tell you everything you need to know. I'm like, no, motherfucker, I'm beating the shit out of you right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I guess he, like, him being alive also kind of takes away from the weight of his actions. Yep. 100%. Because, yeah, he let him die. And that's meant to be one of the biggest torment. Probably one of the should be one of the biggest torments that caused him not to spend the money and to become the person that he was before. Um, a rich homeless person. Yeah. But apparently, the the next one's not actually meant to be a continuation with him. From what I've heard, the next season uh, it's just another Squid Game thing. I don't, I don't, I don't know. But I mean, uh, like, let's talk about like there's unresolved storylines. Right? You said all the threads are tied up. Like the the cop story went nowhere. Um, so yeah, sh- just just get shot. Yeah, his brother gets is the the guy in the mask that's running the show, and he shoots him in the arm. And we don't seem like if he falls off the cliff or if they burn his body or do whatever. Like so, I assumed he was still going to be alive and come back at some point. Maybe he still will. Mm. Um, you know, did his messages get out that said like all the shit about the Squid Game, like? What was the? Why the fuck did that guy come back after he'd won the Squid Game to be fucking running the thing? Like, just. Oh. But also, like, when we were introduced to that character, like, the the tech, the the cop or detective is talking to his mum, saying like, "We know that our, that you know, our brother disappears from months on end, or he, he you know he's gone and like, well, he's the head of you know he's the the guy running this like fucking version of the Squid Games or whatever it is. He's probably done it a couple times before." Uh, you know that he disappears for months at a time. So w- why is it weird that if you go to his apartment and that that, that card is there, uh, that that it's a red herring for you? It's like, well, you know he disappears. Was it months at a time? I he- thought it was that he had just disappeared. No, it was, it was. I think there was a line that was like, we know that he disappears, or he doesn't answer his phone, or whatever, or he, whatever for like months at a time. Oh. Yeah, it was. It was just like, there well, was a really weird thing around that timeline, like whether or not. Yeah, he was gone for an extended period of time or he was not like it, it seemed like he was simultaneously missing for a couple of days and also a couple of years and I don't know which is which yeah I thought it was meant to be like a couple of years yeah I don't I no don't idea. but then we also had the story with the, do- with the doctor which started out pretty cool and then just ended I'm like actually no having someone who knows what the future game is and having him as a crutch as a fucking you want to partner up with him would have been cool and then have the doctor die in fucking in the the marble game yeah where it's just like well you know you got your hints and you got you know some shit to help you but didn't really help did it no you had to get the um got the uh north korean um 
girl's brother from the orphanage at the end. Oh, yes. <laughs> and I thought, oh, okay, he's going to adopt this kid and he's going to you know, hang out with him, like this kid and his daughter. No, he takes this kid out of the orphanage and just gives it to some old lady. Like... <laughs> <laughs> oh, he gives it to he gives it to the Sangwoo's mum. That's yeah. it. And fine. It's basically like, like the end a- of Face Off. Your son is dead. Here's another kid. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But he doesn't tell her that. He doesn't tell the mum that her son's dead. She's just like, well, here's a child, and you know, a couple million dollars or whatever well, the fuck but it is. Isn't, isn't that what the it said on the box? This is Sangwoo's share or something. Yeah. But like, you know, yeah, it's like she hasn't seen her son in months, and he leaves a thing of money saying, yeah. <laughs> saying in a, in "This is your year. son's share." Share of like, what? <laughs> oh well, it's this thing called the Squid Game, which I, you know, your son murdered himself by yeah. stabbing himself in the throat. And it's okay, but his money. <laughs> and after the last interaction that she heard of him with, were cops trying to find him for embezzlement. Yeah, here's a giant suitcase of money. <laughs> Have you seen your son? No, but he left this cash. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Like, just some weird, weird choices at the end of this this show. Just so many weird choices. Yeah, it is a. Uh, I enjoyed it as a show. It was it was one of those shows that I keep seeing people. You know, you gotta watch. It, you gotta watch. It, you gotta watch. It. I'm like. Oh. Everyone's hyping it up so much; it's gonna suck. And I was surprised to go. Actually, it was pretty good. It was. It was pretty good. And I think that the I know that Fuzzy wasn't a fan, um, but and I think there's plenty of holes and plenty of issues with it. But it was. It was pretty good. It, is it the best show ever? Uh, no. Does it? Does no, it? Does, not it, really does no. it necessarily deserve to be the most watched Netflix series of all time? Which it, I'm pretty sure currently is. No. Mm. Uh, <laughs> But it was enjoyable. I I I get it. I get like you know some of the you know it was unique. But I I just I don't think it was. It's not worthy of the internet hype that it's received. I don't think. Yeah, yeah. It's it's going to be completely I think ripped off as well. Like the apparently the guy who created uh, the show like wrote the story ten years ago and he tried to sell it to basically in any studio and they all said no and it's like now it's incredibly popular Warner Brothers Paramount Disney someone's going to turn around and go we're going to make our own version of that but, and we're going to use Mickey Mouse I mean, was, as but the it wasn't, red light green light. it kind of is a like it, it's a Hunger Games ish thing just with different rounds it's it, it's like a battle royale sort of um, concept I don't mm. I don't think necessarily his idea is the original thing. I think it's the way that he executed it. Really. Um, I'm fairly sure people are making the, the, the games and the levels and stuff like that on Fortnite as well because there's a uh, Fortnite creator been, and so people have made Squid Game in Fortnite. Stuff. Uh, there's a game called Roblox that they've made a uh, game mode that's all Squid Game. I'm sure there'll be a Gary's Mod Squid Game. I, I know it's in Roblox. His little Fuzz was playing it and he's like... Uh, we. He walked into the uh, the lounge while m- the lady person and myself were watching Squid Game. He's like, "Oh, that's Squid Game!" I'm like, "How the fuck do you know this show?" <laughs> He's like, "It's in the it's in fucking ro- um Jesus Christ!" Like the amount of shit that comes out and how fast it comes out is crazy. And that children shouldn't <laughs> children shouldn't no. know this shit. <laughs> 
Uh, he knows way too much uh, about Pennywise and fucking Squid Game for my liking. I can tell you that much. <laughs> <laughs> he sees a he, he sees the little clip of the honeycomb level and then he, of the honeycomb game and <laughs> little fuss just goes, "Oh yeah, he's got the lighter that was smuggled in." And you're like, Wait, what the fuck? Who <laughs> <laughs> smuggled in her? I'm sorry, I, in I, her. I, I, am, I am genuinely concerned about like the fucking making the honeycomb because it was saying before sugar and baking soda, soda. How many significant burns do you think have resulted from this show so far? Oh, yep. man. Gloves, people. Big, thick gloves is what you want. I, I st- seriously recommend watching uh, the, the Binging with Babish video on that because he burns himself a couple of times trying to make it. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh, I think it's time to, to get around to scores and, uh, and call this episode a day, lads. Fuzzy Dan, we're going to leave you to last. It's, you uh, have an interesting thought already on the top on uh, from the top of the episode. Tom, what do you think of the Squid Games? Yeah, um, as I've already said, and I think I've made it pretty clear, is that like I thought it was good. It obviously had some issues. They overthrew it, um, and the it took me a little while to get into. But like taking three episodes to get into as a new TV series is actually pretty fucking good, in my opinion, because some TV series that I would say are really good take a full season and maybe the first episode of season two for them to get to something that's just like, oh, okay, yep, yep, I'm going along with this. Um, I would say it, 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 it's probably about a 7.5 for me. That's okay. a lot um, lower than I thought you were going to give it. <laughs> to be perfectly honest, I was actually going to give it higher. Um, and then as we discussed it, I pretty much agreed with all of the... <laughs> issues with it <laughs> the 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 storylines that don't yes. go anywhere the overdrawn ending um and all all different sort of elements of it um breaking their own rules with the fairness and all that sort of thing so and don't get it 7.5 it's is good like 7.5 is a very good score um mm. no, yeah I, I i i it does have problems um I probably wouldn't go for the dub again because once again the the dub's acting is just bad and just because it's a dub doesn't mean it needs to be overacted and bad because Mm. like seriously watch an episode of Freud it's on Netflix it's German and the dub is perfectly watchable like honestly some points you can't even tell that it's dubbed Um, but yeah 7.5 okay yeah I I completely agree and copy slash paste that score. Um, yeah, the the ending, I agree, yeah, should have just ended on, you know, buys whatever it is, a rose or whatever, and then it's cut, and that's it. Done. Simple. Um, rather than he's gotten a haircut and he's getting on a plane and he's bought his daughter a, a gift that isn't a gum lighter. Um, there was a fan theory I saw online as well, which was the, the fucking... I don't know what the game was called. The the throwing the Darchi was it? The throwing the card down mm. to fucking flip it back up or whatever. That rumor uh, or fan theory was he picked blue, which made him a member of the get like a participant who were all in blue outfits. But if he picked red, he would have been a guard because the guards are in red. Uh, yeah, they're wearing green and pink. Well, he picked the fucking the blue thing. Uh, <laughs> they're, wearing, they're wearing green. <laughs> that fan the theory is completely shot to shit with the, the answering is, yeah. of one simple question. <laughs> the the tracksuit's green, isn't it? 
It's like a greeny blue. <laughs> Whatever. That was that was some kid's theory on Instagram saying like, oh, well, if he picked the red one, he would have been a guard. Can you like, okay. find that post and comment it and say, no, your theory sucks and this is why? And Just link our episode. Bad. Your theory's bad and you should feel bad. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, 7.5. I, I think it's probably one of the the greater Netflix series or like Netflix properties I think I've seen on Netflix in a while and you season 3 just came out so I've got to watch that next mm. Mm. Fuzzy Dan here we Look, go if you want to talk about great Netflix series strange things like that's that's where it sits it starts and ends for me like they they do really good um, there's also Dark which is really good um, I enjoyed some of this stuff and there were some really good emotional parts I think there was it just it dragged out a little bit too long <laughs> um tom like you said you know there's an extra 20 minutes they could have cut out at the end like watching the episodes most of them are an hour long and then you get to episode eight and it's 30 minutes long and then the last episode's an hour long again like just cut out that last 20 minutes make it squish it into that that last episode make it eight episodes long it would have been fine it just there was a lot of padding at the end and it felt like it went nowhere um, I wasn't really surprised by any of it either, if that makes sense. Like, you know, while it's new to watch, like, they went down very logical pathways. Okay, this guy's a, a bad guy, so he's going to do bad things. Like, if they'd done something where characters actually were... Uh, responded differently to what you thought they were going to do, then that would have been interesting. They just went down very obvious pathways for me, and it just... I was... I was whelmed by this product. Not over, not under, just whelmed. Um, so I'm going to give it a 6.5. I think I think it was just fine. It was perfectly fine, just fine. without being good or great. Fair enough. Well, there you have it. That is Squid Game as well as the DC fandom stuff. Fuzzy, we're talking about something else next week. Oh, right? yeah. <laughs> we're back. To talk about <laughs> Halloween kills. Halloween kills. For some reason, we're talking about Halloween kills because apparently he's still alive. <laughs> After being trapped inside a house, they caught on fire. Uh, Tom, and, and, oh, no, Tom has seen 2018 Halloween, haven't yeah, you? Yeah. I haven't seen it. I think it's on Netflix. Give it no. a watch. <laughs> and if you've already seen the trailer, it spoils the, the, the start of the film because. <laughs> I won't. I won't spoil it for you. There is you see the trailer, and you'll know exactly why I'm angry. Um, but we'll be watching that next week uh, and talking about Halloween Kills. <laughs> Woo! Woo! <sighs> well, I have been Duty Dutrum, being able to muffle all my words on this week's episode. I've been an exhausted fuzzy Dan, going to have a nap after this. <laughs> Bye. Yeah, right.